temp check. What kind of summer are we having this year? A family road trip summer? A beach bum summer? Or a wake me when the sun sets summer? With Instacart, choose your own adventure and skip the shopping side quests. Where available, you can get ice cream delivered to your hotel, sunscreen to the pool, or cold brew to your bed. Well, door. In as fast as 30 minutes. Wherever you find yourself this summer, you can get the goods. Download Instacart for free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum $10 per order. Excludes restaurants. Additional terms and fees apply. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. WGR. Here's the American dream. Dusty Rhodes and Dusty, your fans welcome you back, man. Sports Radio 550. I don't have to say a lot more about the way I feel about Sports Talk Saturday. No respect, no honor. There is no honor among these in the first place. He put hard times on Dusty Rhodes and his family. You don't know what hard times are, Daddy. Hard times are when the textile workers around this country are out of work. They got four or five kids and can't pay their wages, can't buy their food. Hard times are when the auto workers are out of work and they tell them go home. And hard times are when a man has worked at a job 30 years. 30 years. They give him a watch, kick him in the butt and say, hey, a computer took your place, daddy. That's hard time. Want to talk to the guys on Sports Talk Saturday? Call or text us now. You put hard times on this country by taking Dusty Rhodes out. That's hard time. Sports Talk Saturday on WGR. Oh, Dusty Rhodes. No one introduces me or any show quite like Dusty Rhodes does. Well, welcome in everybody. Sports Talk Saturday. We're live here from Batavia Downs at the Legends and Stars memorabilia and autograph show. And uh, sitting next to me, as he does every time we get to be here at Batavia Downs, is my good pal, Ryan Hazenauer. Ryan. Nate. How are you, my friend? Oh, buddy, I'm doing great. Thanks for being here today. My pleasure. Thanks, everybody, from WGR. Jerry had us on on uh, Friday to kind of pump everybody up. So uh, you guys are a big part of making this a success. So thanks. Well, of course. Um Man, this is um, one of my favorite things to do. Now that COVID's over, now we get to do these, you know, like two, sometimes three times a year. Uh, I'm always excited and, and always uh, thrilled to be back here at Batavia Downs. A, uh, because of all of the great stuff on the show floor here. But B, the lineup of guests that you and everyone here uh, work together to, to get here live, to do autographs. And man, uh, we've got quite a lineup as you normally do. But We'll talk a little bit before we get into this lineup, Ryan. Um, folks, twelve or kids twelve and under, free admission. Yep. So if you want to bring your kids down uh, and they're under twelve, they get in for free. Can't beat that. How much does it cost for an adult to get in here, and what can they expect when they hit the show floor? So you get ten dollars for uh, just ten bucks to get in, but you get ten dollars back in free play. So if you're coming without your kids and you're over eighteen, their ten dollars is going to be right on the gaming floor waiting for you once you get your free play. So that's all set. You know, you bring uh, yourself or your kids down here, bring your memorabilia in to get signed. While well, the fine folks, LegendsStars.net has the signing times. They've got signing times all over the building, though. You can see it every place. 
uh, in here. We've got it just posted up so people can see. Uh, but the prices are on there on the website. And, you know, like you said, there's 70 memorabilia tables out there. Really just a nice thing to kind of walk around and see things. Uh, for the parents out there, yes, there are Pokemon cards here. So uh, I know that when my son was here last time to meet Chad Michael Murray with my wife, um, we did end up leaving here with uh, our fair share of Pokemon cards. So uh, there is something for everybody here today. There certainly is. And, you know, I mean, memorabilia, cards. I mean, this is stuff that has never maybe been more popular than it is right now. Um, the ability to come in here and kind of see what people have, see what people have to offer, some unique things, unique items, whether it's sports-related or, as you mentioned, whether it's Pokemon or, uh, or what have you here, pennants. It's, it's more than just cards. It's more than just kind of your basic memorabilia. This is really a, a very unique show for the area. And, again, uh, something right now that's incredibly popular. I mean, I see somebody with a Hall of Fame helmet coming up here to, uh, to get signed. we got Joe DeLamalier, uh, who's going to be up on stage. Billy Shaw, so two former Buffalo Bills right. hanging out here today. Doug Flutie, 1130. Scott Norwood, 1130. Then you got some of the, the 90s era uh, and, and early 2000s era Bills. Peerless Price, Antoine Smith. Um, so what a great lineup of former Bills. But it's not just former Bills and Sabres. That's, that's kind of the focus today. But obviously, my man... I mean, Rudy's going to be here at 2 o'clock. Rudy Rudiger, the original Rudy Rudiger. Yes. Uh, uh, you know, obviously the inspiration for the movie Rudy. He'll be on stage at 2 o'clock today, but he'll be here today and tomorrow. This is a two-day event here at Batavia Down. So talk a little bit about what people can expect. If they can't make it down today, what they can expect tomorrow on Sunday. And like you said, Nate, you know, there's a very uh, good mix of uh, Buffalo uh, hockey and football today kind of on this day. But tomorrow, they're changing it up a little bit. There's still going to be some um, some Buffalo folks tomorrow. James Cook's going to be here tomorrow, but tomorrow's going to be really interesting because what they've done at Legend of Stars is really branched out with a lot of different uh, sports. Tomorrow, for the first time in my memory, uh, they're going to have some Buffalo lacrosse players here. Uh, you know, you got Dehoga Nauticoke, you've got De the great Dane Smith, you've got Josh Byrne, uh, you got those guys coming in, and they're going to be here in the afternoon. Um, of course, Derek Coleman, a lot of folks at WGR, of yep. course, graduated from Syracuse with the Newman House there, so um, or New House, I should say, so uh, Derek Coleman's going to be here. You got Jim Rice and Rafael Pamero. You got two uh, MLB guys there. Paul Coffey, legendary. I know. It's an oiler. If you uh, if you got to get a, you got to get like one of those wooden Paul Coffey sticks and oh, kind of get one of those signed because yeah. that's that's a the, cool thing to have. The coffee yeah. flex. I mean, come on. <laughs> and then for you boxing fans, we have got uh, Jerry Cooney, Larry Holmes, and Rainbow Boom Mancini. You just can't say Ray Mancini without putting the boom boom no, in between. No, that's not. It's, it's frankly, it's not right. <laughs> right. So uh, again, you know, we haven't had they haven't had boxers here in a while. I think they had Leon Spinks here maybe five or six years ago. But uh, to have that, uh, to have some good mix of folks uh, coming in from different sports. And for you Steelers fans, there are Steelers fans in Western New York. You can get up early and get here for Rocky Blyer, Jack Ham, and Lewis Lips. Three Steelers kicking us off tomorrow. So, 11 a.m. Yeah. So not too bad. There's still a lot of stuff to do, uh, you know, both days. And again, like I said, James Cook, current Buffalo football player, will be here tomorrow as well. And I just drove in from Amherst. It is a straight 28, 30-minute drive right from Amherst. Mm -hmm. It's 35 minutes, 40 minutes from the city. It's an easy drive up here, uh, but it, you can make a whole day of it, right? I mean, you can come up here. You can oh, yeah. come for the signings. You can head over to the restaurant as well. Uh, so, yep. tell, you know, I mean, it's more than just coming here and getting stuff signed and leave. You can have lunch. Uh, you, there, there's a lot to do here at Batavia Downs. There, most of the WGR staff, you know, whether it's Brian Cozio, whether it's uh, our rep to the stars, Bridget, 
everyone is a big fan of the chicken fingers here. Yes. So we yes, do we have are. those here at the Home Stretch Grill, which is open, and you can visit that if you're coming to the show. That's open for minors. Later on tonight, if you do want to have some fine dining in Fortune's Steakhouse, uh, that is open to minors as well. On the middle of the gaming floor at the Labatt Blue Zone, Thurman's 34 Rush Restaurant. That's just adults only, 18 plus. But uh, sports on all day. I mean, there's uh, soccer on right now. There's a Jake there's Paul boxing match bo- on today. Boxing match. we got football. or Sorry. Well, actually, is there XFL today? There might be. There is XFL. Yeah, there you go. So I didn't even misspeak. There is football. The legend of A.J. McCarron. Did you see his second comeback uh, come (laughs) from behind victory the other night? I watched a little bit of that. I missed the very end. I was in the middle of something, but I did watch a little bit of that game. College basketball on today. Everyone's getting geared up. I'm going to Albany. I'm going to Albany for the first round in a couple weeks. I can't wait for that. Very nice. uh, But, you know, Genesee County is so beautiful, too. Oliver's Candies is here. Um, There's a lot of shopping uh, in the plazas around Batavia Downs. So, yeah, as you said, Nate, a quick, easy drive. Whether you're listening in Buffalo or Rochester, just uh, take the 90 down here to exit 48 for today's show. So uh, before I let you mingle around, we'll have you back throughout the program today. Um, how about those boys yesterday? Yeah, I, uh, I was. Oh, wait, wait. How, I yeah. should say this. How about Craig Anderson yesterday? Standing on his Who head. Who I would have thought would be at this kind of show at 41. He'd right. be here signing autographs, not making 51 saves yeah. in a hugely important game um, that now has put them in a playoff spot with 24 games remaining on their – 25 games remaining on their schedule. I Just, you know, quick reaction to yesterday. I mean, just what an unbelievable performance from the 41-year-old making 10 more saves than his age. It was, it was great to see. And I got to tell you, the thing that made me just absolutely just get so excited is seeing – uh, Krebs seeing Dylan Cousins, seeing those guys not take any guff from uh, Mr. Kachuk. Yeah, what a bully. I know. <laughs> I just, last night I was like, yeah, hit the showers, buddy. You're yeah. It's like your old man. That's right. You know, it's like, oh, I just love seeing that we have a little bit of that because, quite frankly, you know, I don't know if the Sabres had that in years past. They didn't have a little grit sign, sandpaper. Yeah. You know, we didn't have right. that. And I don't want anyone messing with our stars. I don't want anyone messing with Tage, although Tage can certainly handle himself. Yeah, no he's a, I'm not sure too many guys are going up to Tage looking for battles. But he's, right. he's, he's thin, but he's, you know, yeah, he's wiry. He, he's wiry for sure. So, you know, it's great to see that this team is young and has a lot of you know, vim and vinegar in them. And, yeah. you know, I just I'm really excited to watch the team down the stretch is going to be great. Yeah, I, you know, I, I just think like after, after what Thursday night when they're it, it, listen. If you'd have told me that after that Toronto game they were going to go to Florida and pull four points out of Florida out of that trip, I mean, I, I would have thought. And listen, I mean, we we've been talking about over the last two three weeks this stretch over the next month or so where you're playing the Islanders three times. I mean, right. that's a lot of hockey against the team that you are right there with, who's right ahead of you in the wild card race. You've got the Washington Capitals who are fading now kind of moving some pieces are they sort of signaling that they're moving out of this playoff race for good pittsburgh fading down the stretch they're old they've got old legs um right like this is this is a a stretch of games here the caps they obviously played tampa again coming up here but this is a stretch of games for the sabers where i was thinking if you go 500 you'll give yourself a chance with in the final 10 games to sort of make a run at this and make a go at the playoffs but now i'm thinking could you get yourself ahead of the game a little bit against some of these teams that maybe you're not expecting to go back to or or host a tampa bay and beat them on a six to five kind of stretch by the way the first time since 2013 since the tampa bay lightning scored five goals in a game and did not win oh wow what a the great longest stat. streak in nhl history wow 
I, it was incredible to see. And I tell, Nate, you know what I'm looking forward to? It's a nice 65 degree day. Me wearing shorts, mm. party in the plaza. Yes. With us trying to make the playoffs, it, it, and hopefully we wrap it up so it doesn't come down to that last game versus Ottawa, uh, the last home game. Right. You know, I hopefully we wrap it up before then. But oh man, to be able to be outside with all of Buffalo, getting uh. ready for hopefully Sabres. Well, imagine hockey. what that arena will be like. That that arena. Uh, it's gonna be. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, I, I think about this, too. I, I've been thinking a lot about, like, what playoffs, again, would be here, even if you end up getting in that second position, that second wild card spot, and you do end up having to play Boston, which I don't think anybody here is going to think that the Sabres are going to go and play Boston and push that gate, that series to seven or something. I mean, right. that's right now, that, I mean, they're an absolute buzzsaw. But, man, you win a game at home or you pull one game out of that and you get the vibes going into next season where you make the playoffs in a year, you probably weren't thinking you were going to make it. Right. And, you know, you put on a performance down the stretch. And, and I think the thing about the Sabres team, Ryan, is maybe less about what they're doing right now, but what they're doing now after having an eight-game losing streak earlier this season right. and putting themselves in a hole to sort of bury themselves out of and or, or dig themselves out of, and, and they have done that. They've really dug themselves out of a really difficult position, and I think that's the most impressive part for a team with, you know, a young head coach who doesn't have a lot of head coaching experience. Right. Young leadership on this team outside of a poso i mean you know dylan cousins is a young young player alex tuck doesn't have a ton of experience in the nhl rasmus is what 23 years old like right. like these are guys that are sort of learning on job and then you you, you kind of go and this team is relying on and leaning on three rookies in jj paterka and jack quinn and and obviously owen power it's just to me it's been impressive the hole they've been able to dig themselves out of and put themselves in this position with teams who have perennially been here the caps who've won stanley cups and you know the pittsburgh who've won Western stanley Kansas, cups yeah. and the islanders who are trading for you know bo hovard and and like they're th these are teams with big time salaries and you got the sabers who are still at the floor right. so and here they are i you know seeing the sabers play and seeing them make those mistakes you know that's just gonna it goes into the to the experience side right yeah and they're gonna go ahead and build on that experience and say okay what happens next year when we don't have that eight-game losing streak? What happens next year when we finally are able to recognize mistakes before we make them and improve on everything that we're doing, whether it's uh, you know playing early in the season against some of these powerhouses, whether it's making sure you beat the teams you're supposed to beat, all those little things that add up to being a perennial powerhouse, like you said, like the Caps, like the Penguins were, like all those teams are. And, and that's the exciting thing. Everybody's so young. And so everybody's young. under contract, and I just can't wait to see where, what the future brings. Well, Ryan, I'll let you mingle, uh, kiss some hands, shake some babies, as they say, and <laughs> right. uh, we'll have you back here uh, uh, over the next segment. We'll continue uh, as we're live here from the Legend Stars memorabilia and autograph show again at Batavia Downs. Uh, autographing getting underway right now, 11 a.m. until uh, until 3 p.m. is when Marty Baran, the last autographer of the day, goes on from 3 to 4. Mm -hmm. Again, it's $10 entry yep. for adults. 12 uh, Kids 12 and under are free if you want to bring your kids. Again, you can make a whole day of event of it here at Batavia Downs. That's the beauty of it. Um, so, Ryan, we'll, uh, we'll chat to you soon, my, uh, chat with you soon, my friend. Uh, thanks so much, Nate. Appreciate it. Appreciate you, buddy. So, Corey, uh, going back to you uh, back in, this, in the station, since I want to continue this conversation, we've got Chad Dinaminesis uh, of Expected Buffalo coming on here at 1130, joining us on our Western Hotline. Um, you know, you've obviously had a chance over the last couple of nights to watch these games. Mm -hmm. um, maybe what has stood out to you the most, Corey, because I have been – Thoroughly impressed with a team that I felt like maybe 
was ready, like maybe I was ready to board it up for the season after the Toronto game, and maybe rightfully so, and then they turn around and get four points out of a Florida trip that right now two teams, obviously Florida, you're right in the thick of things with, but then you have a Tampa Bay team right now who's you know, going to make the playoffs, going to likely play uh, Toronto in the first round, and here they are, I mean, putting up a fight in that game and you know, again, another game where maybe you thought that they could have boarded it up, right? I mean, they, they get out to a, a, a two-goal lead, they give up a goal, they score one right back, then they give up that two-goal lead, they go to overtime, and, you know, the sort of the rest of the story there. But, like, this is a team that I, that I found incredibly resilient, even though they are so young, even though they don't have that experience, that maybe you would expect a more experienced team to maybe lean on. I don't maybe expect a young team like the Sabres to be able to dig themselves out of holes, but they've done it all season. Yeah, that's um, resilient is the right word, I feel like. Not even just inside of games, but going from game to game, right? Like, because there was a huge amount of anticipation going into that Maple Leafs game at home. And oh, then, yeah. And then they, it's a complete deflating event. Stinker. At home, again, just a terrible record at home, generally speaking. And it just doesn't matter. Just go on the road and just win again. Win two in a row against two very good teams. And one of them that you're neck and neck with and that you have to beat. Um, to get into the playoffs. So I'm glad they can just shake it off. That's cool. Um, the pace of play is great. Yeah. It's not that it, they're not winning by trapping teams to death. They win. Yeah, they, they, don't, they don't go up 2 nothing and then shut it down. No. They, I'm not sure they could. They, honest, they, they thrive on a vibes-based economy. Like, they, <laughs> they, put it, they put the pedal to the floor and they go, and that's when they're right. And we, we, every time I would watch Darlene under previous administrations – I always was frustrated because, like, let the dude go. He's not yeah. being allowed to go like he needs to go. That's his skill set. And now it seems like finally there's a team that understands, like, there's a lot of d- dudes on this team that just kind of have to skate and get after it. So they do, like Jeff, Jeff Skinner, yeah. going and getting after it. Tage Thompson is a, is a get-after-it kind of dude who nobody would have pegged as a get-after-it kind of dude before he showed the talent to do so, right? Absolutely nobody would have thought, yeah, Tage Thompson is the kind of guy who just let him you know, the idea that Tommy Dangle could exist is like something that only is plausible after uh, you see it take place. Nobody yeah. would have predicted like, oh, that gigantic lumbering, you know, yeah. orc of a human being who's on the ice. He needs to cut loose and dangle and be an acrobat. That's where he's at his best. Like nobody says yes to that except the coach they've got. Yeah. So it's That's cool. It's cool to see them drop into gear even when they hit speed bumps, even because they're raw, because they're new, because they still have a lot of gaps they need to fill. But, like, the mentality is right, and that's that's honestly really cool to see. Yeah, and listen, the mentality is driven by the head coach. I mean, I, I don't maybe need to go on a rant on how much I like Don, Don Granato. I think a lot of people here like Don Granato. But it's it's his approach to losing, right? It's his approach to adversity that I think is maybe the most refreshing part of it, right? Because here's the crazy part, right? This this is a franchise that went out and, and, and decided that Ralph Kruger was the guy for them who wrote books on leadership and wrote books on, you know, literally how to lead young guys and young men. And, like, for him, for, for that to go, have, to go as poorly as it did – with the experience that he had in, in what I think this team really lacked, which was that leadership, which was the thing to say, like, hey, guys, it's okay. You're 21 years old. Mistakes will happen. Move on. This is going to be used as a positive, as an experience. And and I think looking at that has maybe 
brought a level of patience to this fan base that maybe you haven't had in years past because I, th- I think over the last couple of years you, you've looked at the, the, the issues with this team, the, the lack of winning, and, and really at times like the lack of the thing you're talking about, right, which is like the vibes, like just the lack of good feelings around the team is, you know, we talked about this on, what was it, Thursday when I, when I filled in for Mike and, and I was on with Bulldog and you know, I, I think the question was asked, like, if the Sabres season ended, you know, yesterday and they missed the playoffs by a point, you know, would it be a success? Has the season already been, been a success? And I think it, it I, I think that I, I think my answer was, well, let me answer that question after the Florida trip. And now that I'm after the Florida trip, even if they don't make the playoffs after that run, I, I still feel the levels that this has been a a hugely successful season when you consider the development of guys like Tage Thompson, who, again, I mean, scored 38 goals last year and now is on his way to, what, 50, 55? I mean, th- that could absolutely be in play this season for Tage Thompson. You've got Dylan Cousins. He's going to score 30. He's got 25 games to get 10 more goals. But you've got four point-per-game players on this roster. There are teams that have none. Yeah, it's like there the are, 70s. Right. It's, it's, it's insane to me, like, the how this coach has set up so many players to play at the highest possible level. We talked about this team relying on not just, you know, using, but like relying on three rookie players that are playing big minutes on elevated roles on the second and third line and scoring lines on the power play um, on the PK. And then you're leaning on, you know, Owen Power, who's like averaging the second most minutes um, outside of your two, you know, obviously lumbering studs in, in Samuelson and, and Darlene. Like he's sort of your second or third most reliable defenseman. He's manning your second power play unit. Like, I, I, I just think that to get what they have gotten out of the young guys, I think bodes so well for the confidence you have for the future of like, this is a team that is going to continue relying on young players. They've got three first round picks from last season. You know, I think Coolidge will likely be here. If he's not here by the end of the season because of a injury or, you know, it just doesn't happen for him this year. I, I fully expect Coolidge to be on this roster next year, the way that he's played in Rochester all season. Then you get Noah Osland, you get Matt Savoy in the AHL next year, two other first round picks, one of which, by the way, was a top top 10 pick in Matt Savoy. So, like, just there, there is a lot to like. And then you, you talk about Ryan Johnson, who I think a lot of people thought and just assumed was going to, um, you know, let his contract expire or let his um, uh, his, his draft status get get to the end here and, and become a free agent, sign where he wants. But now it seems like he's likely going to sign with the Sabres. We'll have Chad Dinaminesis on here from Expected Buffalo in about five to ten minutes, and we'll talk to him about Ryan Johnson and, and, and kind of what the change of heart has been. And I think maybe if you're Corey, Ryan Johnson, and maybe last year you're thinking about finishing out your season and and you know signing wherever you want to go sign, and then you kind of have seen the – the arc of this team move forward. You've seen this team have success, use and utilize their young players. And then I think you see a hole in the in the third pairing of this defense. And if you're Ryan Johnson, you're thinking, I went from maybe thinking this wasn't going to be my best opportunity to play right away and, and, and be developed to watch how Don Granado has developed Owen Power. Watch how Don Granado has developed, you know, Matthias Samuelson and, and Rasmus Dahlin and say, well, I would like to be a part of that developmental path. And hey, I can play meaningful hockey at the end end of this season and maybe even into the playoffs and like I feel like that's a that's a great position for Ryan Johnson to be in that he probably didn't feel he was in a year ago yeah and get paid to do it like well, to, to see the guys key. to see the guys ahead of him be very young and rewarded based yeah. on talent and projection and like get long-term deals get deals that are that pay them well 
So if you're a young guy and you are drafted by the Sabres or if you are traded to the Sabres, you're probably thinking, like, if I get some ice time and they seem like they don't mind giving ice time to kids, right. and if I prove my worth, I'm going to get compensated for it, either here or someplace else. And those are the big things that make you want to play for hockey teams. It's that kind of thing. And the Sabres are, they still got cap space. They're doing all so this work it, and they still have a ton of cap space. That's right. They still pay people for stuff. And I think if you look, if we're two or three years down the line and, and Dylan Cousins turns into a perennial 30 goal scorer and, and, you know, Tage Thompson's a perennial 40 goal scorer and Matthias Samuelson's playing 26 minutes a night and is a lockdown defenseman and Owen Power, who's going to get paid this offseason, Rasmus Dalin is going to get paid this offseason. You look back and you say, You've got a 30-goal scorer locked up at $7 million a year. You've got a 40-goal scorer locked up at $7 million a year. You've got one of the best, one of the top two defensemen in the league locked up at $10, $10.5 per year. And all of a sudden, the salary cap goes, starts going up. And now you're looking at a situation where you've got a bunch of Nathan McKinnons on your hand, meaning like you've got a bunch of situations where you've got guys that are sort of outperforming their contracts. And at the time, maybe you said, ooh, like that can be that, – that, that's a lot of term. That's a lot of money commitment to a player that hasn't necessarily put multiple seasons together. Well, if you are Kevin Adams, now you've sort of gotten in front of that, and now you've put yourself in a position to get real, true value – from guys that are key contributors up and down your lineup. And I think the biggest difference for me, Corey, about this season than maybe the last 10 is how much have we talked about, like, this team had been so top-heavy for so long with Eichel and Reinhardt and O'Reilly and Evander Kane and all these guys at the top of their lineup, the top two lines, and they just had nothing in their bottom six whatsoever. And now you look at them and you feel like the bottom six is partially a strength. I mean, your fourth line this year, right now anyways, after – kind of Don Granato uh, switched some things up over the last couple of weeks. I mean, you've got Tyson Jost, who I think in his own right could probably be the, this team's third-line center. Um, but I'm comfortable where he is down there with Gergensons and, um, and Oposo. Like, I, I, that fourth line is as good of a fourth line as you've had over the last decade, decade and a half. Right, and now you're playing guys where they're supposed to be played based on what they've got left in the tank, right? Gergensons, fourth-line minutes, Oposo, fourth-line minutes, but a very effective fourth-line minutes as opposed to playing Gergensons, like, on the power play and putting him on your second line. Like, now you're playing him pra- practically where he should be. And you are getting more effective use out of players by being put, uh, having them being put in positions where they're supposed to succeed. Something Paul Hamilton, which uh, credit to Paul, Paul has said that exact thing for like 10 years. Oh yeah, and I mean like we took it we took it so much for granted with Lindy Ruff and and, yeah. and years past of just knowing where guys were supposed to be and them playing there. Jeff Skinner playing on the fourth line under Kruger and just being like dumbstruck by how badly all of that was managed and now it's the complete opposite and you're seeing all these players making impacts with the minutes they're supposed to get in the positions they're supposed to get. And surprise, it's working. It's wild how that happens. It's- it is wild how all of that works, generally speaking. All right, we're going to take a timeout. On the other side, Chad Dinaminisis, expected Buffalo, is going to join us. We're going to talk about his recent piece he put up about Washington defenseman Nick Jensen. We'll get into uh, this playoff race some other targets for the Sabres as the trade deadline emerges this coming week. We've also got in this upcoming hour as well at, at noon, Matt Verderam of Fanside is going to join us at 1230. Greg Thompson of Cover One. And then at 1 o'clock, Matt Lombardo of Heavy Sports will join us as well. We've got a long afternoon here live from Batavia Downs at the Legends and Stars member Billion Autograph Show. I'm Nate Geary. This is WGR. All the sports, news, music, news, and podcasts you want are all on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. Brought to you by Value Home Centers for the do-it-yourselfer in you. 
TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allow 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months.